Hey, Sharon here, and if you've been publishing on your blog or LinkedIn profile and not getting any interest from planned sponsors, it could be that you need a new topic, one that planned sponsors are actively looking for. In this episode of the 401k Experts Podcast, we're going to talk about website marketing. So here we go. Welcome to the Ask the 401k Experts podcast, where you get strategies, resources, and best practices for growing a successful and compliant 401k practice. And now, here's your host, Sharon Pivarato. Now, there are a lot of possible topics plan sponsors are looking for that you could write about to get them on your site. But today, I want to give you one idea that you might try that lets you identify what plant sponsors want. And in the end, I'll share one strategy for exponentially increasing the effectiveness of your marketing to drive traffic to your website and eventually your lead list. But first, let me give you an example. The most popular post on the 401k best practices blog is the one titled best practices for 401k committees. The top search terms that drive traffic to my blog include this is just the list of the top 10 for the last 30 days. Purpose of a corporate 401k committee, 401k review process, 401k committee bylaws, how to choose 401k fiduciary committee members, responsibilities of a 401k steering committee. Are you seeing a pattern? 401k investment committee duties, 401k plan industry news. There's an outlier. <laughs> 401k fiduciary committee composition retirement plan service model, and 401k certification program. Those are terms that people entered into Google or Bing or Ask or whatever, and the search results gave them my website, and there they are on my site. You might say it's because I've done a good job loading that one particular article with popular search terms, so I've done a good job at SEO. Or you might say that I found what people were searching for, and I gave it to them. I guess maybe it's that question, what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Either way, while these top 10 search terms vary a bit month by month, the search terms relating to 401k committees is consistently in 7 out of 10 of the top terms that bring folks to my blog. And my blog is for advisors. Seeing those terms, I think it's pretty apparent that those searching and hopping on my website and looking at that article are most likely committee members. When you think about that, the first word that pops into my head is Eureka! What do you think that means if an investment committee member is searching for terms like that? I'll submit probably it means they don't have an advisor that's offered to help them, or they don't have support in setting up and managing their committee. This makes them a very good prospect. It's easier to close a client that knows they need help, they have questions, they're searching online for help, than to try to point out the need and then get them to let you help them, right? Here's something really important that I want you to understand, and maybe for some of you this is where, where you're going to slip off because I'm going to get all geeky on you here and talk just a little bit about website search engine optimization. I'll keep it simple though, and I'll keep it quick and you don't want to do this stuff yourself, which I actually think you should not be doing anyway. You should be building relationships, hire somebody to help you with this stuff, but it's important that you understand it. And I know many of you are making the marketing decisions by yourself. So if you do, this will definitely 
help you. And not just on your website, in all aspects of your marketing. So are you ready? It goes back to the whole point I made at the beginning. You should be publishing on topics your ideal prospect is looking for. Let me tell you a quick story. In my email inbox from advisors that subscribe to 401k best practices blog, I've noticed a pattern where a lot of advisors, when it's a relative term, a lot, more than 10, that's a lot in this industry, have been asking me for a finals presentation, a pitch book that they could use when they're in front of plan sponsors. So I decided to take the winning pitch book we had when I was an advisor that served us quite well and share it. I needed to modify it just a bit, take out, you know, something that was specific to us. But nonetheless, I want to make the winning pitch book template available on my site for other advisors to find. So first, I already know people want it because they're asking me for it. Second, I need to know what are the best words to use to describe it. So when I put it on my website, advisors can find it. Not just those 10 people that asked for it, but anybody that's searching into a, a Google search and looking for that winning pitch book, right? Organically, without me having to send emails and ads to let people know it's there. So I went to a free online app. It's a keyword search tool, and there's a lot available, most of them free. And I typed in the word, the term finals presentation, which in my mind is the most logical term. It's very descriptive. You use this when you're at the final stage, right? Making a finals presentation to win the business. But here's what I learned and the value in you making an effort to use search terms anytime you put together anything marketing related. Do you know how many people type in that search term, finals presentation, every month? How many people are looking for that online every month? That search term keyword tool came back with a big goose egg. Zero. That's the average. Zero on average. Zero people are searching for the term finals presentation. So if I use that term to describe it, well, I might think it's descriptive. If no one's looking for it, Google will send me no traffic. I won't get any leads simply by posting an article or posting a web page and sharing that information online. So how about the term pitch book? Take a guess how many people search for that term every month. I was shocked actually when I typed that into the search field. Do you know how many people search for that term every month on average? It was over 19,000. In fact, it was 19,200. So clearly, if I want people to find that when they're searching for help online, I need to use the words they actually type when they search for it. Make sense? Here's a fact I learned. Remember how I told you about the term 401k committee? It gets a lot of people on my site. When you type that term into the keyword search tool, it's got 30 hits a month. 30. That's it. It's not very many people. I just happen to be one of those few people that use that term consistently enough to get that traffic. So I show up on the first page of Google when someone types that in. But you really want to use terms that, one, have a lot of search results. There's a lot of people looking for it. And two, write down those words and use those words in all aspects of your marketing. The word fiduciary, for example, 90,000 
plus searches a month. 90,000. Maybe I should publish more articles using that term. But can you see how valuable it is to understand what people are looking for if you want traffic to your website? So here's what you need to do if you want to get people to find you online so you can serve them. First, and write this down. First, make a list of all of the topics, the services, the things you offer. Put the things you specialize in at the top of your list. For example, employee stock options, fiduciary audit, fee benchmarking, committee, by, committee bylaws. Make a list of all of those things that you offer. Second, go to a free keyword search tool. You could use Google, you could use Keyword Finder, the one that I use that I really like. And it's, they have a free version, is called Uber Suggest. U-B-E-R-S-U-G-G-E-S-T. Uber Suggest. All one word. Type it into a Google search and the first hit that comes up, the top, the top search result will be that particular software app. Simply give them your name and email address to access the free version, but it is an amazing piece of marketing intelligent, tele, marketing intelligence, if I can talk, and research that you need to use before you write any article for your blog. Seriously, if you don't post articles regularly, it'll help you know what words plan sponsors are using. I mean, forget about blogging. What phrases and terms do plan sponsors use when they describe the things they're looking for? You can include those on your website, in your LinkedIn profile descriptions. It can help you have more effective sales conversations as well. We can get so tied up in industry jargon. There are so many terms that as professionals, we know what they mean. But if those aren't the terms plan sponsors use, they might not understand what you're saying. So... It's, it's really important that this one tool um, is just invaluable in my opinion. So also on this tool, when you type in your search term, it'll tell you how many people are looking for that specific term each month and it'll give you alternate terms you might want to use and it'll even suggest the kind of content you might want to publish to drive traffic to your site. So next time you go to publish an article, Make sure you're including those terms people are actually looking for. Just go to Uber Suggest, type it in, and um, pick a term that resonates with your plan sponsor prospect and not necessarily one that you think is intuitive. Okay, so that's kind of the biggest marketing traffic tip I can give you. Anything else gets way too complex. And I already think that's probably pushing the envelope, right? Um, but published content people are actively searching for. Uh, if you want even more people to find that article you just published using the keyword search tool, this is a, a little hack to 10x your traffic. So you write an article and you include those search terms, but there's five key areas that you want to make sure those terms show up in your blog post or your article. I'm going to put this as in the transcript uh, at 401kbestpractices.com slash podcast. You go to the podcast page and get a transcript of this podcast episode because, again, I got kind of geeky and there's a lot of things in here that you're not going to remember. Um, but the five key places you want to make sure you're using that particular search term you choose is in your article heading, the page title, the page URL, the content, the actual paragraphs about 
what you're writing about and in the meta description. So those are the five places you want to make sure that term shows up. You don't need to load the article any of any place else except in those five places. And then the I think the biggest hack is when you're using that Uber suggest search term, search tool, they give you content suggestions. Write five more short articles. We call it micro content. It's only a paragraph or two, but they cover kind of the common questions about those five other keywords and then link each article back to the main article there. That's called backlinks. That will help your article. That'll help you get on the front page of Google when somebody searched for the terms that you're publishing content about, and it'll help you rank higher and get more traffic to your site. Traffic in and of itself isn't that helpful, but it helps you to build authority, build credibility, and and uh, capture leads. So there you have it, Marketing Online 101, way more than most of you ever wanted, but so important to understand when you're building your website, when you're posting articles, when you're hoping to get people to find you online so you can serve them. I hope you found this information helpful and not too much in the weeds. Um, the full transcript, like I said, can be found at 401kbestpractices.com backslash podcast. I'll add it to the site since, uh, yeah, you might want to refer back to it, to, to these concepts um, when it serves you. So until next time, I'm Sharon Piverato. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. If you want more resources, strategies, and best practices for growing a successful 401k practice, be sure to subscribe to the Ask the Experts podcast in iTunes so you don't miss out on new ideas from future conversations. Then be sure to visit the main site, 401kbestpractices.com. When you enter your email address to join the 401k best practice community, you'll get access to my most advanced strategies and resources to grow and protect your 401k business. Again, that's 401kbestpractices.com.